welcome to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games, where we play some excellent tracks and talk about our experiences with each game. I'm Brian, joined as always by the newest member of the Bandana Buddies. We're not Bandana Boys, we are now the Bandana Buddies. It is Frank. Hey guys. I had to do the same kind of intro as we did for Max Level this week. You're, you're still wearing the bandana, and uh, I had to mention it to our listeners of BG Mania, uh, just how much you want to be like me now wearing your bandanas. I want to be just like Brian. I want to grow my hair really long. And you should. You should. Uh, um, play video games all day. Just like everyone wanted to be like Mike back in the 90s. Hey, as long as you don't move around, showers are debatable. <laughs> you stinky hippie son of a bitch. No, 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 no. I still it's shower. It's enough that I have to see your piss bottle sitting right there next to you on the table. This is a lemon Gatorade. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Before okay. we forget, BG Mania and Love It Out Games has entirely self-funded as a passion project. If you'd like to see it continue to grow and become something even bigger, consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of the show. It would mean the absolute world to us, just like it would mean the absolute world to us if you would head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. The more that we get the greater the chance that someone will discover BG Mania when they are looking for a new video game music podcast to listen to. As of right now, we are very deep in the realm of video game music podcasts when people are looking for one. But uh, the more ratings and reviews we get, Apple might start recognizing that, uh, hey, we're not so bad. And maybe they'll bump us up a little bit. So, yeah, leave us a rating and review if you get the chance. We would greatly appreciate that. And then keep in mind that we will be switching dedicated podcast servers on the episode starting on January 9th. So the very second episode in 2019, we will be moving to our new host. And I'm pretty sure that I figured out how to do this because leaving a Google feed burner is the hardest to do, which is what I created our podcast on. Uh, well, our, our feed, I created that because our, our our files, everything is hosted on our website, leveldowngames.com. The feed that I created to be able to do it was through Google Feed Burner, which hasn't been updated since 2012. <laughs> and I didn't realize that at the time. I just like, oh, cool, I can do that here. And uh, yeah, it was a mistake. It's the hardest thing to move away from. Like if you if you try to move like from Blueberry or Podbean or whatever you use now. Um, blueberries. Yeah. If you try to use any of those and move away, it's like super easy. You just transfer your feed and redirect and it's done. Google Feed Burner, you have to do a lot of shit to get off of it. So. Uh, and that's why I want to leave. Like, I want to do something different because I don't want to use antiquated technology and antiquated websites. And it's the big reason I want to leave. So starting on January 9th with that episode, we will be moving away from our current host and moving to a new one. Everything will still be found at levodongames.com if you still want to listen to the show there. But just know that we will be on a new server and uh, everything should go smoothly. But just in case it doesn't, just keep in mind, if you do not see a new episode by midday, January 9th, 2019, make sure I didn't put up a quick audio file saying, hey, we moved and to resubscribe. So just make sure. I have been looking forward to doing this episode since last year at the same time, because last year we started doing something and we did an episode called Best of 2017, where we took a look at the best game soundtracks released in 2017. And I dare I say some of the best games in 2017 as well. And we played a track from each of them. We're going to do the same thing on this episode here because we are getting closer and closer to the end of 2018. So before we get into, uh, well, you know, next week is our it's radio hour. Next week's radio hour already because it's the end of the last Wednesday of the month. And we have a bonus episode coming up next week for holiday music as well. So before we get to the end of the month, we're going to take a look back at some of the best music and best games released 
in 2018. Now, of course, we're not going to play the same tracks from games we've already played from because we never do that here at BG Mania unless it's a special anniversary episode. So we've picked new tracks for certain things, including that first track you heard there, which you've done an entire episode on and played more music from on previous episodes. But that one there has never been played. Frank, what was that? That was your first choice. Uh, that was from Fallout 76. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that, of course, is from The Messenger. Uh, that is The Corrupted Past. Uh, that is composed, as everything in The Messenger is, by Rainbow Dragon Eyes. Yeah, and this game released uh, August 30th, 2018 on PC and Nintendo Switch. We are going to be mentioning that so that way, you know, we guarantee every game qualifies for the show. This is, really is a stellar soundtrack. It was hard to find a great song. Well, it wasn't even hard to find a great song we haven't played yet. Everything is great. It doesn't matter. So seriously, I just found one that had little loops and bits in it that I liked. Yeah, every every track on this soundtrack is absolutely stellar. Um, you know, we, we played it. We did an entire episode dedicated to this. We've done tracks on our, you know, our listener submission episode. Uh, we've done tracks on, I think we did a track on a radio hour once. I mean, we've definitely played a lot of Messenger tunes. But, dude, I just can't. I never get tired of well, it. Well, there's a reason why. It's yeah. awesome. I never get tired of it. It's so freaking awesome. It really, really is. Uh, and a great game, nonetheless. One of the best indie titles coming out in, in 2018. This game is fantastic. Hell, one of the best games of 2018. Yeah. In fact, looking at the list of games we have on the uh, coming up in the show, every game except for one was nominated for a Level Down Games Awards in 2018. Mm -hmm. And and the one game that wasn't nominated just got edged out by something else. It would have been the official number seven if, if we had seven choices instead of six. So yeah, every game on the list actually was nominated for an award. And uh, almost everything on, well, multiple games on the list did win awards. So pretty cool there. Um, great pick, though, to start the episode out with, man. And like I said, this, this whole episode is going to be jam-packed with fantastic music. Great games from 2018. Every game we mentioned on today's show, if you skipped over it, not only go back and play the game, but also go back and listen to the soundtracks because they're great. This was the absolute easiest episode to pick tracks for because going in, these are all games with great soundtracks. It was more so of just finding a track we haven't played already. Or one that we just really liked. <laughs> and I've, liked I've liked everything I've heard. I seriously just put each one of these soundtracks on shuffle. First one that made me go, ooh, this is the best is the one I picked. Yep. And what's really cool is that, uh, you know, we kind of came up with a list of 16 games for the show several weeks ago, but Frank and I split it eight and eight. Like, he, we know we read down the list and he's like, okay, I want this one, this one, this one, this one. I, I, and I was like, I want this one, this one, this one, this one. And then whatever ones we just kind of like, it doesn't matter. We just kind of split it evenly. So you have no idea. You know, the games I picked from, for the most part, you probably oh, forgot oh yeah, some no, of them. Yeah, but I have no idea what tracks you picked. Yeah, so it, it's kind of neat that, that you actually have an idea of the games now, but you don't know the tracks. And normally, you know nothing. Um, and well, this is true in life anyway. Well, the way I like to live my life, you know, <laughs> just, just knowing nothing, blind, just yeah, going through. pretty much. Well, then you know what? Everything's a surprise, and everything just—it's great. <laughs> uh, I want to move to my first pick here on the episode today, and it happens to come from a game that I actually picked from—I want to say back in February of this year for a radio hour. I think it was February because the game came out in February. But if you remember, I talked a lot about Crossing Souls which was a retro wave inspired game with a soundtrack done by someone that I absolutely freaking love. Time Cop 1983. Yes. From Crossing Souls. This is the Purple Skulls theme.
And that was the Purple Skulls theme from Crossing Souls, which was composed by Time Cop 1983. This released on February 13th, 2018 for PC, PlayStation 4, and then it would hit Nintendo Switch on July 26th, 2018. Uh, great little indie game from, published by Devolver Digital and developed by 4Attic. I freaking love the pixelated art style, the retro wave enthused everything just made synthwave everywhere and not even just the soundtrack but everything was like purple and pink and blue and very 1980s um game was super cool man the game was super cool even though the game was actually set in 1986 which might i add probably the best year of the 80s because that's the year i was born um that was not the best year of the 80s yeah i think it was yeah 1986 probably the best year of the 80s i think 1984 i was still two years old my sisters weren't born yet (laughs) Oh, that comment's gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> but yeah, you followed the uh, five teenage friends, Chris, Matt, Charlie, Big Joe, and Kevin. It definitely had a lot of uh, Stranger Things influences as well. Like, you could definitely tell that this was kind of influenced by that. And this quiet little town in California. Super cool game, man. Really enjoyed this. Thought it was a blast. Uh, and the soundtrack is so good. I regularly to this day still loop this soundtrack when I'm working or writing or something because I always like listening to retrowave and synthwave type music. I mean, I'm constantly listening to things, including a lot of albums by Time Cop 1983 and FM84 and just a bunch of people. But uh, I just put this on from time to time and just get zoning out, man. I love it. It's so good. I, I'm with you. Yeah. It wasn't just Time Cop 1983. Also, was composed by uh, Chris Kopke, who like they kind of split the work on it. So Time Cop 1983 did certain tracks, and Chris Kopke did others. They're both stellar. Really well done. I, I enjoyed this a lot. So let's take it to a a little known game that you know really kind of flew under the radar, but had a stellar soundtrack. From Insomniac's Spider-Man. Yeah, little little known game. <laughs> this is the breakthrough. Thank you. 
and that was the breakthrough from Insomniac's Spider-Man, uh, composed by an Italian gentleman named John Paisano. Does that mean pizza? It's friend. Oh, because I always remember in the uh, Super Mario Brothers Super Show, Mario would always call people Paisanos. <laughs> yeah, uh, John Paisano also composed the uh, a few tracks, um, all of Marcus's tracks for Detroit Become Human. Oh, sweet. Yeah. A game we actually didn't pick from. Uh, the soundtrack is OK, and I do recommend checking it out for Detroit Become Human. But uh, I didn't feel like that it was nearly as strong as the other games we're picking from on this episode today. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man released exclusively for the PS4 September 7th, 2018, and uh, is by far one of the best games of this year. Best superhero game of all time. I'll go out and say it. I'll agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I think this is a masterpiece of a superhero game, uh, a masterpiece of an open world game where you actually can traverse through web slinging. That's so well done. So good. Um, and the soundtrack was just absolutely superb. And, and this track is beautiful, man. Like you get that epic superhero feel from this, from listening to this. You really do. Yeah, I, I love this game. I really need to go back and play the DLC. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> I've platinum this game. I will platinum the DLC. Don't you worry. Well, you can't platinum the DLC, but you can actually finish everything. I'll platinum it in my heart. And I'll play go. it for there, there you go. Uh, yeah, great pick, though. I really do like that. I was curious to see what you would actually pick from Marvel Spider-Man because there's some solid tracks in there. There's some really, really well done stuff. So uh, good stuff. Good stuff indeed. But that'll take us to my next pick, which happens to be another Sony exclusive. And happens to be our personal winner for the Level Down Games Awards 2018 Game of the Year. From God of War. This is Echoes of an Old Life.
And that was Echoes of an Old Life from God of War, which, as I mentioned, not only did it win our personal Level Down Games Award for Game of the Year, but it also won the official Game Awards uh, Game of the Year for uh, for 2018. Fantastic game coming out of Sony Santa Monica, uh, April 20th, 2018, exclusive to the PS4, composed by Bear McCreary who we actually did talk about because in that radio hour after God of War released, I literally picked four uh, four of my five picks for that radio hour were, were from uh, from God of War. I was so invested in that game, loved it to death. Uh, but yeah, he's a very, very famous composer because uh, he won an Emmy for uh, Da Vinci's Demons. He worked on Battlestar Galactica. I mean, he's a he's a very, very famous composer. And um, and I mentioned this before, but didn't really work on too many video games, just got a war. Uh, and then he did SOCOM 4 U.S. Navy SEALs Defiance, the Jack the Ripper DLC for Assassin's Creed Syndicate, a game called Dark Void and a game called Moonbreakers. So he's only literally done six video games, but it doesn't matter because the guy's a freaking phenomenal in terms of his compositions for TV and films. I would love to see him top himself. Yeah. I would like that as well. But yeah, I absolutely love the soundtrack. And when I picked the music, um, I just instantly just remember distinctly that uh, where I was at in this game, what was going on. I mean, you just picture the name of the track, man. Echoes of an old life. You should know exactly what's happening in this game based off of that particular title alone. No spoilers. No spoilers. You're, 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 you're doing something that is a spoiler. No spoilers. Exactly. I was, I was, I was totally going to spoil right there. No spoilers. This is why I jumped in. Uh, such a good piece of music, though, and I distinctly remember it. Probably one of my favorite moments of the game. Uh, this, this game is a masterpiece, man. It really is. I have nothing to add to that. You said it all. This game is an absolute masterpiece. It is. I would like to go to one hell of a soundtrack. I think I had more fun picking this track than any other track today. From Celeste. This is Scattered and Lost. Scattered and Lost from Celeste. Uh, the entire game was composed by Lena Rain, uh, who, if you didn't watch the Game Awards, kicked ass yeah. in, that, uh, in the uh, orchestra. Yeah, yeah, super, super cool. Uh, maybe the earliest game we're actually going to showcase on the show today uh, came out January 25th, 2018 on PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Stellar, stellar platforming game. This was a fantastic indie title. really was. Uh, I mean... I really like the music in this game. This whole soundtrack 
top to bottom. I mean, we can say that about every single game here, but I literally I listened to the whole soundtrack. I was like, this one has a bit of a Stranger Things kind of feel to it, with like the little woo woo kind of spooky parts. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's just probably with this one, but uh, definitely go check it out. Uh, go to her band camp, support her. You know, it's always cool to show some love to the artist. Yeah, she, she actually put out a whole B sides album to the Celeste soundtrack as well. It's worth checking out. Yeah, she's composed several smaller indie titles. Um, had some work on like she did, she contributed a couple tracks to like Guild Wars Two here here and there. So I mean, she's actually the game designer for Guild Wars Two. I mean, she when she left and she went you know, on her own. Yeah, went independent. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, her her catalog of work is actually really really awesome. Uh, and just I mean I, I can't wait to see what she does next because uh, Celestial's great and. And not game wise, but music wise. Obviously, game wise, it was great as well. But I, I can't wait to see what she does next, uh, composition wise, to see where she lends her talents to. Because, you know, her influences and like her inspirations, it even says on her Bandcamp that, uh, you know, she likes to compose music that is electronic in nature and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, like kind of synth wavy, kind of retro wavy, but more just like dance music EDM. That's kind of neat. So I, I, I dig it, man. I really dig it a lot. So pretty cool. Oh, what do I want to go now? All right. You know what? We're going to go to a JRPG. Let's go to a JRPG. They still make those? Of course they do. We're going to go to one that I spent a lot of time with uh, earlier in the year. Uh, one that I actually streamed from start to finish on Twitch, twitch.tv slash games. If you want to follow us over there anytime, we don't go live nearly that often anymore, hardly ever. But uh, still cool to get the follows if we ever do go live so that way you get notified. Uh, from Nino Kuni to Revenant Kingdom. This is the great outdoor. was The Great Outdoor from Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, which released on PC and PlayStation 4 March 23rd, 2018, was composed by a guy that is fan-freaking-tastic when it comes to Japanese compositions, Mr. Joe Hisashi, who has worked on over 100 film scores uh, dating back all the way to 1981 um, and obviously is known with working with uh, Miyazaki, uh, Hayao Miyazaki, on anything done by Studio Ghibli. So, yeah, this dude is just, his music is so good. It's so 
man, what do I even want to say? Epic, but like, it just. <sighs> yeah, epic's a good word for that. Yeah, I mean, because you look at like everything he's done, like, you know, my neighbor Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service. One of my favorites, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, it's also done by him. Spirited Away, uh, Princess Mono uh, Mononoke, The Wind Rises from 2013, The Tale of the Princess Kugaya, and then obviously Nino Kuni 1 and Nino Kuni 2. Uh, just everything this guy does is gold. Um, great stuff. I love listening to his soundtracks. He, I, I, An epic, I don't think is the right word I want to use. Uh, I don't really know. They're like, everything he's is grand on a fantastical level. I'm just I'm trying to think of the right way to describe his music because it's not it is epic, but I think there's a better way to describe it. But I can't think of it off the top of my head. Symphonic. Yeah. Uh, and, well, it is. I, I mean, he everything he does is composed with a symphony. So um, I really enjoy his work. I'm so happy that he has composed both Nino Kuni 1 and Nino Kuni 2. I hope that he continues to work with uh, with that franchise. And I, I would love to see him dive more into into some video games because, you know, he really has only ever composed video game wise Nino Kuni. I would love to see him work on some other things in the industry. Uh, I think it would be really cool. But this track plays pretty much anytime you're out walking around like in the overworld. So I heard this track the most of the entire game, like when you're traversing from city to city or going out there and doing battles. This is the music you hear, obviously not during battles, but like when you're walking around the map and exploring and stuff, this is the one you're going to hear the most. So this track just brings back fond memories to me. Uh, and I, I just feel it's so well done. I love this piece of music right here. I found a cool little liner note. So, uh, Joe Hitachi is actually a pen name or a pseudonym uh, that, that he created because he was inspired by another uh, famous American composer, Quincy Jones. Okay. Quincy Jones in Japanese uh, translates roughly back to Joe Hitachi. So, that's how he got the name. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Because his, his birth name is uh, Mamoru Fujisawa. Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool, you know, so it just shows that, you know, he's, he's loved the music since he was a kid and that's, you know, it's great. It's awesome. I can't wait to see what he does next. Hopefully we get a new Studio Ghibli movie. All right. I'm going to pick a track today that I think it has just an awesome title from the Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle DLC. This is Beef on the Reef.
And that was Beef on the Reef from Mario Plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle DLC Donkey Kong. Yeah, the Donkey Kong Adventure, which released on June 26th, 2018 for the Nintendo Switch this year. Uh, composed by Grant Kirkhope. Of course. Uh, of course. Um, you know him from his rare days. Everything. Yeah, he's a good guy. Great stuff. Good guy across the board. Uh, this is one of those ones where I'm like trying to look up who Drew composed it. And in the back of my head, I'm like, you're a real dummy. You know this answer already. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> I think Brian actually got the same. Like, see that happen in my head. I'm like, yeah, because you, you were doing the research for this while we were before we like actually started. Like we because we record our maximal podcast before we always record BG Mania. We do both on the same day. And uh, I, you were putting your stuff together while I was still, you know, putting some stuff together for max level. And uh, you're like, wait a second. Why am I even looking this one up? I know this Mario Rabbids. I was like, yeah, it's Grant Kirkhope. But you're like, I know. I started looking it up and then I realized it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the hilarious. The brain don't work as well as it used to be. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Um, this, I really, I haven't had a chance to go back and play this DLC yet. I actually haven't even went back and played Mario Rabbids since last year when we were playing it, you know, religiously there for a few weeks. But uh, from what I understand, this DLC pack has over 10 hours worth of gameplay. The game, the DLC is over half the length of the original single player campaign of Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Like this is a hefty DLC pack. Isn't that crazy? With 13 brand new tracks, all composed by Grant Kirko, which are all fantastic. The, this entire soundtrack of this DLC, whatever you want to call it, content or expansion is awesome, man. It's good stuff. It's great. He's one of my favorites. I've said a thousand times before. I just love his guitar skills. Uh, I wish they had something killer and stick on it played on this episode, but uh, maybe 2019, maybe, maybe 2019 will bring us a new one. You never yeah, know. no killer instinct. This, uh, no killer instinct. There, but he hasn't worked on killer instinct in a long time. Well, I want it back. Yeah, well, he let's make a new one. He doesn't he doesn't work at that company anymore. He can. <laughs> they, would wel- they would welcome him back with open arms. Yeah, it, it's not going to happen, man. He doesn't work there anymore. Kill Instinct's been, been composed by someone new like the last two or three entries. Well, that person sucks. They're not Grant Kirkhope. Okay. Microsoft, mm. oh, Microsoft can make this happen. Actually, Mick Gordon composed quite a bit of the last Kill Instinct, and he's fantastic. Name one, name one good thing he's done. No, I guess you don't like Doom. Name two good things he's done. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm just trying to give some love to a fellow Scott. Oh, yeah, I'm not Scottish. You're definitely not Scottish. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna cut in now because uh, I don't know exactly what you're trying to do here. We're gonna go ahead and move on to my next pick on this episode here. What I'm trying to do is be intelligent, but I'm failing miserably. Well, I've told you, you're not smart, and just stop always trying. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move to Red Dead Redemption Two, the track. Never heard of it. Okay, see the fire in your eyes. Tried your best. Now it's time to. 
to rest Now it's time to rest And that was See the Fire in Your Eyes from Red Dead Redemption 2, composed by Woody Jackson and released on October 26th, 2018 on the PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, There was actually a really cool rendition of this at the Game Awards a couple weeks ago. And we actually have a reaction video up if you haven't seen that yet on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash double down games. Make sure you go there and subscribe, please, if you haven't already. We did we did uh, we survived the YouTube purge where they got rid of all the inactive accounts and uh, all of the spammer accounts and bot accounts. But we did lose a handful of subscribers. So if you're not if you're listening to this and you're not currently subscribed to our YouTube channel, do us a favor. Subscribe so that we can try to build back up uh, what we lost. It'd be cool. You should definitely you should definitely check out that video. Um, We actually show up during one of the commercials in that video. Yeah, we're actually in the uh, not 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 our faces, but our name level down games. Uh, which is, you know, the the brand that everything is housed under BG Mania and Max Level and everything we do. Our our website is leveldowngames.com. Um, you know, it's our media outlet. But yeah, during the free trial trailer for The Shadow of the Tomb Raider, our review score and website name, Level Down Games, actually shows up in that trailer as Laura's jumping into the lake. So it's pretty neat. But yeah, if you haven't checked out that reaction video, go check that out. But while you're there, make sure you watch the uh, the live version of this song being done at the Game Awards. They had a whole segment where they played a couple tracks from Red Dead Redemption 2. This was absolutely beautiful seeing done on stage. I, I was mesmerized by this performance because they, they did not only this song and talking about where it is in the game and what's going on is major major spoilers for the game so i cannot say a thing all i can say is this track is beautiful it fit perfectly well done great job rockstar this was a great and great job woody jackson again you said it all well, what a beautiful song yep it is 
in a part of the game I have not gotten to yet. You have not. All right. How about a game that I've beaten inside and out, backwards and forwards, left, right, up, down, BA, select, start. There's a game that you beat that often in, uh, in 2018. I'm shocked. From Pokemon, let's go. Okay, that's why. You beat the original <laughs> versions. <laughs> no, I beat this version too. Oh, I know, boy. but you said forwards and backwards, up, downs because of the original yeah, no, versions. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Team Rocket hideout theme. That's the Team Rocket hideout theme from Pokemon Let's Go, uh, composed by Shota Kagiyama, who is a longtime Pokemon composer. Came back and did this, uh, I guess you'd call it a remaster of the song? Or? Yeah, recomposition, so to speak. Something like that. <laughs> but it's good. It's good stuff. I, I really like it. Um, all the all the songs from this this game, the, I, I, either the new ones or just the, the, the remakes, it gave like an epic feel. I know we throw the word epic around, but like it was more like it was more oomph behind it. Like yeah. and there was more impending doom when you were in Lavender Town. There was more I'm gonna fight some real bad guys when you're in the Team Rocket hideout. It was really well done. Right. And uh this game may be our latest. Yeah, I think it might be our latest release, uh November sixteenth, twenty eighteen, exclusively for Nintendo Switch. I don't think we have anything later than that on the uh, show today. So that's cool. I really like this. I'm telling you, man, this is, this is a really good one. And this is a classic tune. too. this is the team rocket theme has been around, but like this one, I feel like it's, it got a new life. Yeah, I agree with I that. Would, I would love to see this perform live. Yeah. I used to watch this all the time on Nickelodeon, uh, rocket power. This was good stuff. You know what? I am familiar with that, but I'm a little older, so I don't know exactly what that is. I know it's like some kids who skateboard. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it was like uh late nineties ish. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's the error that missed me. Yeah, no, obviously I was just making a rocket power joke, but uh, no, this was. Well, uh, and, then, and now I feel old. Thanks a lot, Brian. No problem. No worries. No worries. No worries. It's good. I, I do what I can. Um, but I'm still plugging away at Pokemon Let's Go. I'm playing the EV version as we've mentioned in the past. Uh, this entire soundtrack is just phenomenal from start to finish. How they took the classic tunes from. Uh, Pokemon Yellow and, you know, the two previous versions from that. Was it Red and Blue or something? Red red and Green? Or Green if you're in Japan. Green and whatever in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff. Everything we've played so far. We, I think this is the second track we've played because I know you played the uh, 
like the champions fight or yeah. something like the the ultimate Pokemon master battle whatever you played on a last week's or last month's radio I think is what it was it's recent yeah it was recent it was last month but uh, even just listening to the music while playing the game it's just been great and it just it, it sucks you in it makes you feel like you're part of the world everything fits so perfectly with the area that you're in I think it's been fun I, I've had a lot of fun with this I, I think I said last time too there's been points where I've just stopped and just let the music play yeah yeah Shota Kugiyama did a, did a great did a great job with the soundtrack so it was really well done I mean I want to kick to another JRPG I want to go to another JRPG, one that I've had a lot of. We have a couple. Well, there was quite a few JRPGs that came out this year that were good. Um, We're not playing anything from Dragon Quest XI, though, today, which is interesting. Why not? Uh, Because I didn't want to. I have a a bonus. No, I have a bonus episode coming up on that game where uh, we're only we're we're only (laughs) playing the um, the orchestrated music from that. But uh, I want to go take a listen to something from Valkyria Chronicles 4, which I thought was a stellar game and a stellar soundtrack. Let's take a listen to a track titled Claude and Riley. And that was Claude and Riley from Valkyria Chronicles 4, which released here in North America on the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PC, September 25th, 2018. This was composed by a fantastic composer, Mr. Hitoshi Sakamoto, who was responsible for games like Final Fantasy XII and Tactics Ogre and Final Fantasy Tactics and just great, great things. Uh, currently working on 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim for Vanillaware and Atlas whenever that game decides to come out. Uh, it's been in development since like 2013 or something like that. February 15th. Probably not February 15th, 2019. Probably not. <laughs> I think the game is quite a bit of ways away. But uh, yeah, he just does such good work. And this particular track in general is lovable, very emotional slow melodic the piano melody is great uh i i 
man, I really enjoyed this game. I really enjoyed this game. I really enjoyed the soundtrack. I'm glad we finally got back to a, to, to a traditional Valkyria Chronicles type of experience. And I was just enthralled with this, man. I absolutely loved it. Uh, top to bottom, start to finish. It, it had me hooked. The music just sunk its teeth into me. Um, but for whatever reason, this track always now Claude and Riley are two of the main characters in the game. Uh, you Claude is the main character that you play as you get introduced to Riley a couple stages in. But uh, the two of them just have this chemistry together because they knew each other, much like a couple other characters in the game. They knew each other. They were all childhood friends. And uh, it's interesting to see what actually transpires between the two of them. And it may not be what you're thinking. But it's interesting to see what actually transpires between the two of them throughout the game. Now, it might be what you're thinking. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but uh, it, it's fun to see how their story unfolds, what actually happens and the actual journey the music takes you on. I'm not paying attention to you for a reason. <laughs> you're making subtle jokes over there. Uh, I know you can't see this as an audio podcast, but uh, yeah, this was fantastic. This was great. I loved it. Well, it really was pretty. And I want to play something that I think is really awesome, but complete departure from what we just heard. Sure. Um, from Two Point Hospital, this is Wet Laundry. <laughs> Hospital, uh, composed by Phil French and Tom Puck. Yep, and released on PC August 30th, 2018. They both own uh, the Cedar Studios. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they helped make the game and they uh, put the, they did their own compositions for the, for the whole Shabang Bang. Yeah, and that's actually, this game has a soundtrack that is way better than it has any right to be for this type of game. Now, I guess you could say like, you know, The Sims and all these roller coaster tycoon, the music in these games actually aren't terrible because realistically, what are you going to do while you're building a hospital or building a house or living a life or building a theme park? You're listening to the music. So the music has to be captivating enough to keep you entertained and keep you 
wanting to keep going besides just the fun of the game. So that's why these games actually have soundtracks that are that are better than what you would actually think. Uh, Jessica put a lot of time into this game when it came out. We uh, thanks to our friends over at Sega. We actually did get a copy of this when it released. And there is a review up on our, on our website, leveldowngames.com, that Jessica wrote for it. So, uh, yeah, she put a lot of time in it and still goes back and plays it from time to time to this day. Uh, I don't think she's ever actually finished it 100 percent, but she has several ongoing hospitals and in, in, like in whatever you want to call it uh, in operation. Uh, and she she really enjoys it. I actually watched like it was like a 10, 15 minute like behind the music kind of deal of them making the soundtrack on YouTube. It was really awesome. Like these guys are really, really into it. And the main thing they kept mentioning was like they had to like watch the game being played to figure out like how they were going to pose this, how they were going to pose that. That's cool. So, yeah, that's cool. But like these, these guys, they're not just like they're making music, but they're also like they're like Foley artists. So like they're making sound effects, they're doing all the whole thing. It was it was really cool to watch. And if you, you ever have a chance, go yeah, look up YouTube, like the, the, the making of the music of Two Point Hospital. I'll check it out. Good. And these guys, and these guys are these guys are funny. They're, they're they're charismatic. Like you'll actually like watching these two. Nice, yeah. There, I'll actually check that out. Uh, it, it's actually like I said, it's it's not a bad game. So uh, that's really cool. Really really cool. How about we go take a listen to we? You already played a DLC track today. I think it's my turn to play it's a DLC track. I think it's my turn to play a DLC track. So let's go ahead and take a listen to uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the DLC for that, Torna the Golden Country. The track is the nighttime version of Oresco Royal Capital. was the night version of Oresco Royal Capital from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Torna, the Golden Country expansion pack. Uh, this came out on the Nintendo Switch September 14th, 2018. It was released as part of the season pass that you could buy for Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but it was also released standalone as well. You could actually buy this, play it without ever having played through Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And it made sense because it's actually a prequel to the events that happen in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So you actually can play this and then eventually play the main game of uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 if you do choose to do that. 
several composers on Xenoblade Chronicles 2, just like there were several composers on the DLC, names like Yasunori Mitsuda, Ace, Kenji Hiramatsu, but this particular track was done by Minami Kiyota, who is great. I love her work in Xenoblade. She's most known for Xenoblade. Uh, she did. She helped out with the soundtrack for Xenoblade Chronicles. She helped out for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, you know, she contributes track to, tracks to Smash Brothers, but that's really all she's done. Are those two games and then work on the Wii U version of Smash and now Smash Ultimate as well. So I really do like her stuff and I would love to hear more from her in the future. That isn't just Xenoblade Chronicles. I kind of hope because she she's in-house at Nintendo. Uh, I would like to see her maybe get um, put on something different and like a different game and hear what she could do. You know what? Let's do the next Zelda when it comes out. I'm giving I'm giving you the reins. I don't uh, think that is your decision to do that, but uh, I'm sure she would be thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not your call. <laughs> oh, come on now. As a fan, I should have some kind of say, you know, I, I am a shareholder in Nintendo. No, you're not. I totally am. I have a single share in Nintendo. I bought it for the certificate somewhere in my bedroom. Wait, you have one, just one share? Yeah, but every shareholder has a voice. I learned that by watching Mr. Deeds. How much is that worth, that share? About 20 bucks. <laughs> How much did you buy it for? Oh, about 25 bucks. No, no, no. no. So, I so, I you, so you've lost money. I, I, I bought it right about the same. I don't think it's gone okay. too crazy. I, was say, I don't think their stocks have really fluctuated too much. Um, this, this is an expansion pack that I need to finish. I've barely scratched the surface of Torn of the Golden Country, and I, I'm ashamed to admit that because I put 90 hours into Xenoblade Chronicles 2 in the span of two weeks when it released in December of 2017. I just, there's been so many things releasing, and I actually already had, unfortunately for me, I, you know, not unfortunately, great news for me, but our friends over at Square Enix actually had given us a copy of Shadow of the Tomb Raider at the same time that this was scheduled to come out. So I was working on that and didn't really get a chance to jump into Xenoblade Chronicles 2 as soon as it released. And then it just kind of got lost in the shuffle of the September releases and then the October releases and then the November releases. And now Smash Ultimate is out. And, you know, I'm I'm addicted to Smash Ultimate. I will say that right now. And, you know, Frank and I are still plugging away through the world of light adventure mode and just having an absolute blast. So uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 just released at an unfortunate time for me where it kind of got lost in the mix. But I'm going to get back to it here eventually. Uh, one of my New Year's resolutions for 2019 is to chip away at as much of my backlog as I possibly can. If you aren't a listener to the Max Level podcast, there's a challenge that Frank and I are going to be doing in 2019 called the 100 Game Challenge. Not Hunger Games, 100 Game Challenge. Ooh, Hunger Games. <laughs> 100 Game Challenge, where... Okay, stop okay. that. Where we are going to try and finish 100 games in 2019. Combined. Total, no, per person, 200 games combined. But uh, what finish means for me and what finish means for you can have different meanings. So if you want to go in and just, you know, like Smash Ultimate, you could get through Roll of Light. And technically, to me, that's finishing the game. Like, you'll have all the characters unlocked. You'll be done with the single player mode. Yeah, you won't have all the challenges. You have to beat the classic mode of every character. No, see, that's not, that's not true. That's not what finishing Smash Brothers Ultimate means to me. If that's what it means to you, then yes, you must do that. But to me, that doesn't mean that. So everyone's definition of finishing a game is different. I don't do I don't 100 percent games all the time. There are certain games that I will get platinums for or like all the trophies or achievements on Steam. But finishing the story to me 
usually it's finishing the game. And there is rarely a time that I go back and actually play a game again after I beat the story. So whatever that means to you, you will apply that to you for your 100 challenge. But we're going to try to actually clear our backlog some. And my backlog is much more hefty than yours. It's sitting at 140 games. I bet you might if I were to write it down. It's 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 probably big, but I don't know that it would be just, big just, as just mine. Just my unfinished GS4 collection. I can only imagine if I start going back past that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to focus on current generation. Like everything on my on my backlog is PS4, Switch, or Steam. But I want oh, to let's, let's not even talk about my Steam backlog. <laughs> I want to get as much things as I can done in 2019 before 2020 gets here, because 2020 is the year of the next generation. So we're gonna try to clear all this stuff out. But reason me telling this, sometime in 2019, I'm gonna get back and finish the Torna Golden Country DLC for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 because I'm really going to be trying to make it a point to finish two games a week starting January 1st to try to keep in in my goal of finishing 100 games every or, you know, in 2019. But what I love about the Xenoblade Chronicles soundtracks is how they always have a nighttime version and a daytime version for their cities and the fields and stuff. This is just absolutely beautiful. I love this piece of music. Manami Kyoto did such a great job. I just want to hear her do something different now. I do. That was great, man. It really was. Uh, you know, he actually gave me a pretty good transition here for a game that I will beat in 2019. I'm so close and I've been trying for months from Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. This is stage seven, also known as Defiler of Taboos. Taboo Stage 7 from Bloodstained Curse of the Moon that was actually composed by Mitro Yamani, the original composer for the Castlevanias. Right, which uh, released earlier this year, uh, pretty much everywhere. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC May 24th, 2018. Uh, and this is supposed to be the precursor to uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Yes, yeah, this is the actual, pretty much the the game that uh, takes place. Much how, you know, these um, 
a lot of these games now, like on Kickstarter, are putting out like a retro style game. What's uh, Hazelnate Bastille actually just announced Donthorn, kind of following the same format of this. But uh, there's like an 8-bit version before like the 16-bit version, before the next version. So it's kind of neat. Um, but yeah, this was fantastic. This was great. I, I played it start to finish on Twitch when it came out. This was awesome. I can't wait. Like, this, this game is probably one of my more anticipated games of 2020. Ritual of, you mean Ritual of the Night? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, it's actually set to come out in 2019. Oh, they said. I actually think it'll make 2018. I don't know if you saw the news recently. We actually didn't talk about this in any max level, but um, Koji Igarashi brought in Way Forward. I think we maybe did talk about this a little bit, but uh, he brought in Way Forward, which is like the developers of Shantae and some of the other like uh, really good indie games. But uh, they are going to be helping finish the game. I think there's issues, so didn't say that it actually gives me more hope then all right yeah no way, no way forward came in and actually is working on uh ritual of the night now with koji garashi and the original team so uh they're I saying they canceled the video version but yes like, they didn't... did cancel the vita version i think i mentioned at the same time that they canceled the video because that was in the same news story wow. to, to be fair i don't always listen fully but i do remember that so i'll take a half point right but yeah no uh way forward's helping out with ritual of the night now so uh that does give me more hope that's uh because they're they're a very competent team so i think uh i think it has a great chance of releasing in 2019 and uh agree with you that this soundtrack was one of the greats from 2018 and this game was so well done, man. What a great retro-styled game. This was fantastic. I mean, anytime you pull in the composer of friggin' Symphony of the Night, done. Yeah, done. Exactly. Totally done. Um, I want to take a listen to a track from my personal game of the year. From Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This is Marini.
and that was Merini. And I think I'm pronouncing that right. I'm trying to think how how they pronounced it in the game. It is Greek uh, from Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which was released on October 5th, 2018 for PC, PS4 and Xbox One. Interestingly enough, it also released in Japan on October 5th exclusively for Nintendo Switch. We never got it on Switch here in North America. This was one of their test things that they did with like the cloud streaming service of the Switch over in Japan. Uh, I'd be curious to know how how well it was received. Um, this soundtrack was actually composed by a group known as The Flight. I have no idea who they are, what they you know what they uh, what they're known for or anything like that. I'm not sure. Um, Oh, I found it. Never mind. The, the the flight is the collective name of Joe Henson and Alexis Smith. So pretty cool. Uh, great soundtrack. But yes, uh, I actually mentioned this during our Level Down Games Awards, uh, which uploaded to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Level Down Games back on Friday, December 14th at 11 a.m. We put up our personal Level Down Games Awards about an hour and 45 minutes long. We handed out 25 awards. We talked about like our own personal games. And uh, I actually had mentioned that this was probably my personal game of the year this year. Uh, I fell this this game made me fall in love with Assassin's Creed, the franchise all over again, which is a franchise that I absolutely adored after playing one and two and then to an extent Black Flag. But other than that, the Assassin's Creed games have been really kind of a a miss for me. But this one brought everything back. I absolutely love this game. I'm still playing it to this day, going back in and, re, you know, doing the new updates that they do because they're releasing new content on a weekly basis. Which is so cool. Yeah. I mean, it really is just to actually keep the game fresh. Yeah, they're releasing new mythical beasts to go out and track down or new quests to do. You know, the DLC, like the actual season pass DLC just started releasing. So now we're getting that too, which is releasing on like a weekly and every other week base. So they're just constantly just keeping the game updated and keeping the... You, players having a reason to actually fire this game up which is a super cool shout out to my cleveland browns who just beat the denver broncos 17 to 16 as of time of recording oh my god brian shut up shout out to my cleveland browns uh six and seven now baby we're gonna win the afc north i'm telling you we're gonna win the afc north i i am so freaking happy right now but the, uh the browns aren't going to win anything okay they're gonna do just as well as they did last year they're you realize they didn't win a single game last year. Yes, that's not going to win a single playoff game this year either. So we are six and seven for the first time in probably 20 years. This is great. I'm so happy right now. But uh, yes, back to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, this is the title. Not the not the. I don't want to say title theme, but the character theme for the mom in the game. Her name is Marini, and she is the one that you are trying to go out and find, so to speak, whether you play as Alexios, the guy or Cassandra, who let me tell you right now, Cassandra should have been the canon choice, but she is the the female and her character dynamics and her voice acting and her everything leaps and bounds 100 times better. Everyone is saying this better than Alexios, like she should have been the only character. But they did they did want to start giving you a choice going forward, and it's going to be something that they carry through Assassin's Creed going forward. Um, She was well done. She was so good. But uh, well, uh, Melisanthi Mahat actually was her voice actor who won our voice actor of the year at the Level Down Games Awards. So pretty cool. Um, yeah, I listened to the soundtrack probably three or four times since finishing the game. Uh, just and, and when I hear it, I just get sucked back into that uh, that world of ancient Greece back in like 431 BC during the Peloponnesian War. Oh, man, it's so fucking good. I love it so much. I love it so much. Brian, it's not good. 
I only have one track left. I know. We're almost done with the episode. From probably my favorite indie game of the year. This, my friends, is The Castle from Dead Cells. the castle from dead cells uh composed by yuan lalan uh from bordeaux france yeah and this released uh august 7th 2018 for pc ps4 xbox one and nintendo switch fan freaking tastic game i have died so many times in this game it is obscene well that's the whole point of the game is to continuously like we we've talked about this before but i don't think ever on this show but uh the name of the game for dead cells is to do runs and each run you do ultimately ends in your death but each time you do a run you get stronger and you get better and you get you know new equipment uh but everything's randomized so maybe you don't start out with what you wanted but maybe you'll get something even better next time and but you can slowly unlock things through the store which will allow you to start with different things that are more powerful and you know be able to buy things uh take shortcuts make it through the levels quickly to catch areas that are then locked off to you if you don't get there quick enough um i've so far i've made it to the end of dead cells i made it to the final boss and died 
and I've never played it since then because I got so mad. That's a heartbreaker, you know? I literally got to the end of Dead Cells, the final boss, and I looked it up because it was the final boss. Like, I had to look up to make sure, like, did I really just die on the final boss? And I did. But, uh, yeah, he destroyed me. I wasn't prepared. I didn't even know. I wasn't anticipating making it that far. That's the issue is I got there with some crappy weapons because I wasn't anticipating getting that far. Uh, But in the process, man, you just get lost in the soundtrack because while some of the tracks definitely are atmospheric in nature, a lot of this stuff is just so good. And I do think you happen to pick probably one of the better tracks from the actual soundtrack with the castle. Um, It's so well done, man. It's such a great piece of music and it's such a good game. We gave this an award, but didn't we get this best... uh, best retro feeling game or something like that i know i remember we gave it something in the little games award so we gave one to the messenger and we gave one to this so yeah uh this game definitely deserves it this is super super fun i actually kind of want to buy it again on the switch Ooh, that so would be just fun like a, on the just, switch just like so i can do a run or two when i work when i'm on a break yeah i think that'd be really cool on the switch uh you because you and i uh you know shout out to our friends over at the uh the studio motion twin they uh they gave us a copy of the game well two copies of the game i had one and frank had one so uh, they actually provided our, our versions of the game for us. Um, and if you're unfamiliar, yes, we have a video game music podcast, but we are a video game media outlet. We love it on games.com, as I mentioned before, uh, how I said, you know, our maximum podcast, which is our video game podcast every Monday. But we are actively doing reviews and actively doing articles. And, you know, we, we work with these publishers and developers and we do get access to probably 80 to almost 90 percent of the new games that come out. Uh, you know, our, our catalog is ever increasing and we are constantly firing up new partnerships and new, you know, relationships with people that uh, that are still out of our reach as of our current, you know, our current industry standing. So there are still a couple companies where uh, where we don't I'm get still waiting from. for that partnership with McDonald's. But I'm loving it. You don't need any more junk food. Brian, I'm starving. Uh, yes, but you don't need junk food. Why don't you go to salad, Frank? Uh, first of all, it's Saturday and I eat a salad every Saturday. Thank you very much. Second of all, I'm starving. <laughs> um, Saturday. <laughs> and candy. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cup trees. That's all you've been eating the entire time we've been recording. I need energy to keep me alive. <laughs> but, uh, reason for that is if you ever hear us talking about getting, yeah, yeah yes, we do. But I'm always transparent about it. We do receive a lot of free things from publishing developers because of our work with the website, LoveItOnGames.com, because we're actively putting up reviews and because of our YouTube channel with our reviews. So um, we have integrity. We don't just give away uh, good scores. You know, we're, we're honest. Of course not. We have a review policy posted in plain sight on our website. Or we have an actual review policy where we go over our review scores. And so again, so again, McDonald's, if you want to sponsor us, I will totally sell out. You're going to start wearing a red wig and paint your face white and be a uh, Ronald McFrankel. Hmm, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, great pick, though, uh, from a fantastic game. But I think it's only appropriate to close out our best of 2018 episode where we took a look at 16 amazing tracks from 16 amazing games that all released in 2018 with a track from our personal winner, of soundtrack of the year from the Love It On Games Awards last Friday, and that happens to be Octopath Traveler. So we're going to take a listen to a track known as Determination, which is a beautiful piece of music composed by Yasunori Nishiki, who every time we talk about him, I'm so amazed 
that this is literally his first foray into the video gaming landscape. The first game he ever composed. I cannot wait to see what this man does next, man. I really can't. Uh, the sky's the limit for this dude after uh, composing Octopath Traveler, which was such a beautiful soundtrack. Uh, we actually talked about it last week in our Snowy Levels episode where I played, you know, the Frostlands. Um, we, we talked about just, you know, how incredible it is that he's never composed anything else. But everybody starts somewhere. You look at Yasunori Mitsuda, who started with freaking Chrono Trigger. Uh, he maybe Yasunori Nishiki. And funny that they're both first name is Yasunori, but uh, maybe maybe that's just like the golden name for Japan. But you, maybe Yasunori Nishiki is the next Yasunori Mitsuda who is going to go on and compose the next twenty to thirty years of fantastic JRPGs. It's possible because that's what Yasunori Mitsuda did when he when he started with Chrono Trigger. Can you imagine? That'd be super cool. That'd be awesome. And like I said, it's funny that their first name is uh, both Yasunori, and I actually just put that together, that that's really weird, but kind of cool at the same time when you look at Mitsudo's first game and Nishiki's first game. But uh, yeah, we're going to take a listen to Determination, which is a beautiful piece of music. It's very melodic, very peaceful, but so freaking well done, man. This really was my favorite JRPG of the year, I think. I really do. Dragon Quest Eleven, a very close second. I had a blast playing this. You know, I'm not a big JRPG guy, but I love this game. I, I flat out asked, like, please tell me you picked something from this game. And you did. Of course. Yeah, of course. This definitely had to make it because, like I said, I think it's only right to close out with this because it did win our personal right? <laughs> soundtrack of the year. So, yeah, we're going to close out with Determination from Octopath Traveler. Stick around. Listen to the whole thing. It's freaking beautiful. But that is going to bring us to the close of the show this week and almost the close of 2018. But we do have one more episode left. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about before we get on out of here. Uh, make sure you stop by McDonald's for the six dollar classic meal deal. We're not sponsored no, yet. We're not sponsored yet. All right. All right. So well, that's going to do it for this week. Then we want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Remember to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through iTunes. We definitely need those five-star ratings and all those wonderful reviews so that we can climb the charts in terms of search results. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and subscribe to our channel there if you haven't already. And while you're at it, why not head over to twitch.tv slash leveldowngames for all of our live streams and event coverage. Click that follow button. And if you want, if you want to stalk us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will be the place to do that. Uh, check the description box for the appropriate links. Next week, as I mentioned, it is the end of the month, so we are going to obviously be doing Radio Hour Volume 18. We get a lot of fun. We got a lot of good tracks. Oh, and... It's uh, yeah, but also next week we have a bonus episode posting on uh, Christmas Eve, our holiday episode part two. We did part one that last year. That one's going to be super fun. Yeah, we did uh, part one last year. We put it up on Christmas Eve. We're going to put another one up on Christmas Eve, so that way you have some nice festive music to listen to if you want to. You don't have to, but if you want to, you can listen to some nice festive music yeah. while you unwrap your gifts, of course. So two episodes next week. Uh, first of all, you'll have your bonus episode on Monday, Christmas Eve. For that, and then on Wednesday, December 26th, you will have Radio Hour Volume 18. You get to bookend your Christmas with just great tunes. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have Determination from Octopath Traveler, which I don't think I mentioned released on July 13th, 2018, exclusively on the Nintendo Switch, but I'm saying it now, composed by Yasunori Nishiki. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.